Today has already been one of those, almost what I'd refer to as a perfect day in terms of being able to explain the power of mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice. I have had already, I'm not quite at midday as of yet, and this has just been one of those classic days where everything, literally, it feels like I wouldn't say exactly everything, but a great majority of what I had hoped would happen today or what if I if I had any expectations at all though you know of 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 the way that I think this day that things should have unfolded it hasn't at all and the beautiful part about this is that nothing is really wrong there really is no emergency no one is really in, in at least in you know in my immediate surroundings is in any particular danger because of the fact that things haven't gone the way that I had hoped or the way that I thought that they should have gone. I don't want to overlook the fact that there could be at this moment as I speak these words, someone in danger, and I, I don't want to minimize that. I'm just really speaking about from this particular vantage point. And in a lot of cases, what I find is that things can, if we are really busy believing everything that we're thinking, about what we're feeling at a deeper emotional level, you know, with the mind-body connection, things can really feel like an emergency in a lot of cases when they're not. And I realize that there can be legitimate emergencies. I, I hope and pray that that's not the case for anyone. But I do know that it can be really easy if we're really wrapped up in, in our thoughts and reactions to things happening the way that they are that it can be very easy to escalate these things to the status level of an emergency when it really, really isn't. And I know as someone who has had days like this and found myself at some point so incredibly uh, emotionally locked up and feeling defeated and feeling like I just want to give up, and feeling like I have no energy and like there's just, it, it almost feels like what I would refer to is it feels like I just can't go on. It, it's just too much. But then again, what's, it's kind of interesting to take a closer look at what I'm saying. Not because, not because I'm saying it, but just in other words, you know, these, these various ways of describing these thoughts. I feel like I can't go on. I feel like I just don't have the energy to deal with these things that are happening. And it's almost like every time something doesn't go, the way that I had hoped or the way that I had expected it to, you know, there's a tendency to kind of take each one of these personally. And every time it happens, we feel like we are, you know, we're getting hit yet again with some, some, some sort of insult, some sort of disappointment. And I know that if I get really, really wrapped up in my thoughts and reactions to these things not going the way that I had hoped or planned for them to go, that it, the reason why my energy feels so low is because I'm expending so much energy reacting to it. I'm resisting it. In other words, I'm resisting what is actually happening. I'm clinging to my hopes and beliefs about the way that things should be and that the way things should unfold. Today really has provided, I feel like I'm, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to go as far as to say, that uh, I feel like it might sound ridiculous to say that I'm grateful, you know, for things happening this way. Uh, if there is some aspect of that or a grain of truth in that, it would only be from the standpoint that trying to look at these things as a learning opportunity and really even a deeper opportunity to reflect about how powerful mindfulness practice can be for us, how therapeutic and how healing it can be. 
and really how it can help us keep our feet on the ground, so to speak, from a coping standpoint and really be able to stay in life, to be able to be in the game, so to speak, to be able to be in the middle of life while it's happening and not feeling overwhelmed by it to the point that we feel like we need to retreat or escape from these things that are happening especially when they're not going our way especially and i and i remember that there was an ancient an ancient uh chinese saying that the be, you know and, I, and i'm paraphrasing a little bit here the best way is to have no way at all and it took me a long time to understand the deep very deep wisdom of that and how incredibly healing it can be to take that very small pithy phrase and actually realize how powerfully wise it is and how beneficial it can be to realize that there is that you know I have experienced the truth of that in my own life that the the less that I am really having any notions at all of the way things should go or the way that things should unfold or the you know where I find myself and the conditions in which I find myself the better off I'm going to be if I really don't overinvest in those things if I you know if I really identify myself as the person who needs things to be this way and they're not this way. So I feel somehow like a victim. I feel somehow like I'm not getting what I want. It's, it's, you know, these are all very normal and human, uh, feelings to experience. These are all, and even more importantly than that, they're thoughts that we experience. It's, I, I feel like in my own humble opinion, based on my own experiences and those people that I've taught mindfulness to and mindful coping and worked with, that it really is very normal and human to feel these way, this way sometimes. What I am really finding today is that this has been an incredible opportunity to just share what I, you know, and there again, not because it's my experiences or because of, because it's something that I'm talking about, but it just is one person's journey. This is just one person who, like anyone, has the ability to practice mindfulness, has the ability to practice mindful coping in whatever way that they feel moved to do so, and that it actually can make a difference in the quality of our day, of what our experiences are, and how we actually, and you know, how well and how effectively we actually can cope and take care of what it is that we need to take care of. Today has just been, and without getting into all of the stories about it, because I feel like, as I always mention, the details themselves don't really matter because this is really just a story. Uh, if there is any story at all, it's only because I am choosing to identify as the person that this story is quote-unquote happening to. It's only a story because I'm identifying as the person that is, you know, somehow has certain expectations for things, needs things to be a certain way, and when things don't unfold in that way, uh, then I become the person, I'm playing the part of the person that's dissatisfied, that I'm disappointed, that I feel victimized in some way. Uh, you know, it's, it's only hard to cope if I'm really wrapped up in these things and I really believe these notions and these expectations that I am, that I'm, you know, holding on to. Any beliefs that I'm harboring about how I think it really should be and it isn't that way. And so, you know, the disc, if there is a disconnect between how, you know, the way that it actually is and the way that I think that it is, I realize that that disconnect only occurs because of the fact that I am choosing to believe that it needs to be a certain way or that events unfold in a certain way. Today has just been kind of that perfect storm. I uh, found myself a little while ago, you know, in a place where 
I don't want to say that I got carried away. There was just maybe a, a moment of maybe 5, 10, 15 seconds where I just for a very brief fleeting moment, I felt myself, you know, thinking thoughts of, I just don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. Why, you know, why it's not, and, and I think it's very normal and natural to be, you know, for my, you know, for self-talk to be this way as a human being, you know, why is this not, you know, why is nothing going the way that I want it to go? Why is everything, why does everything feel so difficult? Uh, I don't think there's ever really any answers to those questions, at least in my own experiences. I don't, and I certainly don't want to, the more I've practiced this, the less that I have really desired to have any answers. Uh, I really don't need to know the answers. And I'm really finding even more importantly than that, in, the, in this particular case, I'm not even sure why I'm asking these questions. Because I realize that asking these questions, you know, why this isn't happening the way I want, why aren't things going the way I want them to go, uh, th- these are all just mere, merely reflections of me buying into some sort of expectation that it be a certain way. And uh, one of the things that I did want to speak about, you know, very briefly is that there's kind of this effect of compounding. In other words, when I started seeing that, you know, the first thing about today that I had hoped would go a certain way, and I can't really say that I really had bought into those things too terribly much because I think at the end of the day, if I really would have been buying into these expectations, if I really would have been clinging to the need for things to be a certain way or to happen a certain way, I think I would be really, really upset now. I think that if I was really incredibly emotionally upset, if, if, I, if I feel like I was really carried away with these, these reactions to things not going the way that I had wanted them to go or that I hoped that they would go, it probably would be a little difficult for me to talk about this right now. because I, And that's one of the things that's interesting about this is that I can get so upset and all people have the the capability of getting you know very incredibly upset emotionally speaking and not have the ability to cope and so being able you know being able to talk about this in a way that is outside of the need you know this this perspective that i'm speaking of and that i speak from there's nothing special about it it's just that i the idea here is really to speak from that this is really, if there is a voice at all here, it's kind of that metaphorical voice from that headspace, that little bit of headspace, that little bit of perspective that comes from the awareness that is outside of the way that we normally identify with us as this character in this ongoing story. And that's really what mindfulness practice does. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, there's nothing special or extraordinary about me. I'm just another human being, an everyday, you know, human being who has just chosen to sustain this because it's really the only thing that I have found that has helped me cope more effectively on a daily basis because I've, at some point, I think, and a lot of people that I've talked to have done this, you accept the fact that things we can control, there's only so many things that we can control and there's so much that we can't control and most of my emotional upset and my inability to cope really has stemmed from not, you know, the the things that I can't control happening or the things that, you know, or or the things that I want to happen, not happening. And so where I find myself is, you know, the only thing that has really ever helped has been this, this different perspective, this awareness that comes from all it really takes. And it's incredibly simple. It's not easy to do. I really believe that everyone is capable of doing it. The reason why it is a little difficult at first 
is because of the fact that it is something that it's a, a it's it's a skill that has to be practiced. And the more that we do it, the more natural it comes to us. And I really think that it's available to everyone. And I know also that everyone has a little bit of a different way of approaching this. And, and that's certainly uh, to be expected. But in this case, I guess what I really want to focus on is that if there is any sort of issue with me, you know, things not going the way that I wanted them to go, or if I have any level of dissatisfaction or disappointment or sadness or frustration or whatever it may be, I want to take a deeper look at what, you know, why I ever thought that it would go a certain way to begin with. If, if there's any question that I really feel like is going to help me, I know that so many of the questions I'm going to ask about this really come from a personal standpoint. They really come from me taking this very personally. To me, the more interesting questions, the more healing questions, if I want to be asking any questions at all about why I find myself in this place and why I'm reacting the way that's why I'm reacting the way that I am and why that I'm choosing to think this way. Those are really the the larger questions, the questions that really can change the game for me and anyone else that practices this. These are the questions that to me are incredibly interesting. Why am I taking this so seriously? Why is it really this important? Is are all of these things that I I wanted or needed to happen today in a certain order, at a certain time, uh, you know, in, in, a, in, in a way that unfolded in terms of a person responding the way I needed them to, uh, you know, why is it that I was doing that in the first place? I think those, those are the questions. If I'm going to spend any time pondering questions, I really want to be pondering these deeper to me that are more interesting. And it's not, I'm not saying that they're more interesting in terms of being more entertaining or, uh, you know, anything that, you know, that can allow me to escape the predicament that I find myself in when I'm getting really wrapped up in needing things to be a certain way. It's more interesting in terms of this is what can lead me to actually being able to get more perspective and get more headspace and to be able to look at my life, not as something that I'm completely in the middle of, and it's all a story that I have very little control, you know, in what happens, and where I need everything to be a certain way, and if it doesn't go that way, then I really have a hard time coping. I really want to see myself as just I am part of everything, and it's all unfolding the way that it's going to. And, and I realize this can get into some very deep, mystical, philosophical sort of discussions, and I don't really necessarily want to veer off the road. While these are things that interest me personally, I don't want to assume that that's the case for everyone. And I really respect the fact that everyone comes to their own philosophy of what life is and, and, uh, and where we want to be emotionally and spiritually and psychically and psychologically. So today is just one of those days. And I, am, I, I found that it really, while I found myself for those brief fleeting moments, struggling some in terms of trying to you know understand why for some reason there was just this this very quick decisive letting go of the need to understand it of they came to a place where there was a movement into acceptance of embracing the way that it is and while I may not always like it this is really what's happening and this is where I find myself if I want to be somewhere different if I want things to be different uh 
I know that I've tried the whole self-improvement route, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that or it's lacking anything. I think there are a lot of aspects of self-improvement which can certainly be beneficial and can help us be more resilient and cope more effectively. But I also find that if I only try to improve myself and not pay any attention to or give any energy to increasing my ability to cope and to be able to not get caught up in believing everything that I think about how I am feeling emotionally, uh, that's really where I want to be. And, and, and if I'm just focused on improving myself or being a better me, if I don't pay attention to these things and don't work with my mind and don't stay aware and continue to sustain that practice of awareness and keep that perspective between my identity as this person thinking these thoughts and, and, and as just a human being who may catch themselves in the act of thinking things a certain way, but I don't have to believe it. I don't have to identify with all of it. That's really where I would, that's really where I want to be. So if I, if I can improve myself and, and be able to do better work, more effective work, if I can make the world a better place in a more efficient way, if I can make some sort of positive impact in people's lives, if I can take care of myself more effectively and more efficiently, that's all well and good. But at the same time, I also want to, the focus is really about making sure that I'm willing to just do these very simple practices, not easy, but simple of just staying aware of just being, you know, paying attention, being in the moment, paying attention to what my mind is doing and what I'm doing with these thoughts that I find my, my mind having. And that instead of trying to turn them off, just actually working with them and paying attention to them. And the more I do that, what I find is these thoughts, just like everything else, all emotions that run through our bodies, because it really, at the end of the day, if you get down to its very essence, it really is just energy. And I want to be able to let those things pass through me. What is uh, interesting, you know, even more interesting, I find about being able to embrace and accept, you know, what is actually happening. You know, the day is going however it's going. Uh, I don't, I, I just don't necessarily find that I really need to know why. Now, now if I have a responsibility in, in not doing something that I'm supposed to do, yes, I do want to definitely be accountable. I certainly do want to take, you know, be responsible for anything that I have done or not done that has caused things to not go the way that they should have gone then yes, I do want to pay attention to that and rectify those things. But at a deeper level, what I am finding is that, you know, the teachers that I spent a lot of time with and any gurus that I sat at their feet over the last several decades have, if, if I could tie everything together that I feel like I have learned, and it's only really to hopefully give a little more perspective about this whole idea of, you know, we, we, we live a life certain things unfold the way that they do and and we don't always necessarily like it or agree with it we don't always feel like we can cope with it but whatever what i've really found is if i were to sum all of this up just as one human being in the hopes that maybe it means something for someone else and to boil all this down to its lowest common denominator or i guess in this case the most powerful distill it down to the most powerful message that I would share. And this certainly is not my wisdom. This isn't something that I have come up with. It's just been, this is kind of a uh, culmination of everything that has been learned sitting at the feet of spiritual teachers and spiritual masters and people who are just much more wise than I am. They don't necessarily have to be what you'd refer to as spiritual, 
They just are people who have gained the wisdom and insight into the deeper aspects of life. It is that at the end of the day, the only way that I can be free, and one of my first teachers taught me this very early on, the only way that I can be free, truly free, is not to try to distract myself from those things that are disquieting me in some way. There's there's no way for me to run away from that uh, because if I really just try to to get high in some way, to do something that makes me feel better, at some point it will run its course and th- whatever method I'm using will run its course and it no longer not, no longer will work. At some point, wherever there's a high, there's a low. And so I'm going to be back right where I found myself in the beginning. And so the idea here is that as long as I'm clinging to any expectations about how it should all be, if I am believing somehow or identifying that, you know, identifying myself as a person who is not getting what I want or things are not happening the way that I had hoped or even wished that they would 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 be, that that really is what's going to prevent me from being free. If I really truly want to experience any kind of spiritual and emotional freedom, it is to be able to to develop this perspective and be willing to work with this stuff of the mind, so to speak. That there's really no way for me to transcend this. I've tried, I've taken that trip. I've tried to do that before. I've tried to to uh to do different things that would actually help in some way. And I mean, it can be very simple. I can, I can utilize any sort of, you know, I can utilize anything to divert myself from what it is that I'm struggling with. Really, the idea here is to, to come back to the only way out I find is just to go deeper inward. And that's not something that I've come up with. That's just something that I've learned. And that is, these are the things that really motivate me to want to continue to practice mindfulness, to continue to practice mindful coping, to be able to deal with a day like today. And I know that the only way that I could be speaking these words and reflecting about this when I'm completely right in the middle of this, I'm recording this, you know, not even an hour after I found myself at that crossroad, that emotional and psychic crossroads of, you know, why are, why is all this, why are all these things happening this way? Why isn't anything going my way? And I have to giggle a little bit because I see the, I'm able, I'm, I guess you're, what you're really hearing is me loving myself unconditionally. I can laugh at my own human silliness. I can laugh at the futility of me really get, taking this all so seriously because at the end of the day, it's just really cosmic play. I realize that's just one philosophy, but it, what I found is that if I can kind of loosen up a little bit, be able to laugh at my own silliness and my own humanness, then I really don't have to be take this as seriously. And it's much easier for this energy to work through me. And it gets right back to what fuels that willingness to, to, to be this light and to let go of the need to identify as this person who is a victim and I'm not getting what I want and things aren't going my way. What really fuels that is just this desire to continue to be aware moment after moment after moment. And it's really that simple. It is excruciatingly difficult. It can be incredibly painful at times because sometimes we just don't really like what we're thinking. We don't really like what it is we're doing to ourselves in terms of our self-talk and how how we are relating to our, you know, what, what it is that we're in the midst of to ourselves. And and, and sometimes the ways that we do this are very painful. We make it so much harder. We get in our own way and make it so much harder for ourselves 
then we really need to make it and that it really need you know much harder than it needs to be getting back to if i was to distill everything down here that i've spoken in the last 20 some odd minutes it is that i just want to continue to be aware i want to be aware if i can just do that if i can just be aware that i am thinking and i'm thinking these thoughts about what i'm feeling and that i don't have to believe them that they are you know that they are not facts uh, in many many in most cases they're not and just be willing to breathe in and out and to pay attention to these thoughts and realize that I'm, I can just witness them without having to identify as the person that's thinking them. It can be much less personal. I can really pay, pay more attention to other people, not in a way to distract myself and to not be willing to pay attention to what it is that I'm experiencing in any given moment, but to really be able to just, you know, treat myself with a little more care to be a little more patient with myself, to be willing to see that I am just human and prone to sometimes taking things more seriously than I need to and, and taking these thoughts so incredibly seriously. And instead of trying to not think these thoughts or to try to you know prevent myself from being afraid, what, if, what happens if I do this in the future? I just can live this moment and trust that if I can continue to practice mindfulness, if I can continue to be aware, I'll be able to cope now in this moment and I can trust and have some level of faith in my ability to be able to do this the next moment and the next and the next and the next. And it really is just a continual repeating of one moment after another. I can't be five steps down the road. All I can do is really deal with this moment. And if I know what's best in this moment, then I want to trust and have a little bit of faith that I, if I know that now, I can certainly be able to deal, to deal with whatever's happening in later moments. And it really is just a matter of coming back and being aware. And it's really, that's really as, as, as uncomplicated as it can be. And it's not always easy, but I know that if I'm willing to, to have the strength of mind and the willingness to stay in this moment and feel whatever it is I'm feeling and to be able to behold whatever it is that I'm thinking, I don't have to believe it or buy into it and I don't have to react to it that it really can be much easier. And that the more that I practice this, the easier that it can become. And I just have to be willing to go on this journey and take it one step at a time. And as, as I've heard some teachers say, one breath at a time. And to really just be able to take a look at one thought at a time and really try to slow the game down as much as possible. And it's really... It's really, uh, it's very encouraging for me to realize that, you know, I can hopefully take these moments and do something with them instead of just feel like a victim that I can live these moments and be able to laugh a little bit at my own silliness and humanness and to be able to do the best work I can do and to be of service to people and to give back in some way and uh, not feel defeated because I know this would this today would be a really long day if I'm going to spend it you know white knuckling and holding on and resisting and not wanting to go through all these things it would be a tremendously long day and it would be a day that I really don't look forward to having. And while I can't set everything up to make the rest of today the way that I want it to be, I can just let go of the, of the need to be anyone needing it to be a certain way. And I can just kind of roll with things. Uh, and it's available to anyone. This isn't just me, I, but I think it's, it w it'll be much easier for me to continue on with this day 
if I'm just willing to do these things that I've spoken of here, here this morning. And uh, it's actually fairly simple. It's just not always easy. But even if it isn't, I want to continue to practice. And I think that's really what the essence of practice is, is doing it even when we don't feel like doing it, even when we don't see the point of doing it. Because at some point, we have seen the point of doing it. We know that it makes a difference. And so that's when I'm really willing to, uh, even if I don't feel like doing the work and doing the practice, I still want to continue to do it because I've, I've seen it work enough in my life to know that I want to continue.